You're listening to Life Virtually, the podcast for online service providers. As always, I'm Ellie, your host and online business coach. Welcome back. Hello. Hey, how are you? How are things now that we are officially in 2024? Yeah, because it's February. <laughs> it's officially kicked off. I have to say my my voice feels a small bit strained. Um, If you can hear that, I'm sorry if it's obvious or it, maybe it's not. I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, why is your voice strained, Ellie? What What's the story with that? But I think, <laughs> yeah, me and my husband um, may have had a bit of fun over the bank holiday weekend where, oh, you know, when you get into that mode where you start looking up all the old songs on YouTube um, <laughs> and we were just, yeah, singing our little hearts out. So I'm guessing that's what it is. Anyway, we've got a cuppa here to help it. And yeah, welcome back. Um, it's been it's been a pretty busy week since we were last here catching up. Um, we are officially now in week four of the mini mind, the Q1 mini mind, which is the first one of the year. Last Thursday, I caught up with the ladies of the Flexi Mind for our first monthly group check-in. And we've been working on something new over at the Society of Virtual Assistants Ireland as well. So it's been all go. Great conversations, great breakthroughs with my clients, loads of progress made um, towards their goals. It's all happening. Week three of the Mini Mind, so last week, is when I introduced the authority building training. And oh, it was just so good to see the breakthroughs that the women had. Um how they felt inspired to go out there after it. So I did something a little bit different this time. Um, I have kind of a introduction to authority building training that I do where I first introduce it. And in this round of the mini mind, I actually decided to cut it in two. I thought there's actually, there's so much information in it to soak in and, and think about and yeah, go forth and action. So I said I would cut it in half and yeah, it's been so good to see the breakthroughs that they had from it. Now, let's be realistic. <laughs> I think that authority and authority building became like buzzwords and phrases last year um, within our industry on social media. That happens from time to time. It happened with niche there for a while. <laughs> People were throwing it about, not even talking about it in the right context sometimes or by the right definition. And I think that happens a little bit with authority last year. And what happens when that happens? We become fatigued. We become fatigued with hearing the same phrases, the same words, um, with everybody just throwing them around and bandying them about. And we're like, ugh, ew. <laughs> and I do think that happened with authority building. I absolutely think that happened with it. So when I mention it, I'm aware that there probably are a few people who are going, ugh, here we go. <laughs> but it really is incredibly important. And it is one of my favorite things to give a training on because, okay, the mini mind is all about elevating your online service business. Okay. And within the mini mind, you will get what you need to do that in your way. But we always talk about authority building. It is always a key part of the mini mind because 
no matter what your goals are as an online service provider, no, mo- no matter what it is that you're working towards, it is going to benefit you. It is going to benefit with you to know how to show up with authority so that you can create that go-to name for yourself in your field or your niche. So yeah, when you're learning about it in the right context, (laughs) it really is going to benefit you and your business, no matter what your goals are. And yes, it was just so good to see that. Um, Over the last week within this group of the mini mind, and oh my God, the progress within the flexi mind. Seriously, these women, it's so good. So, so good. And we're only a month into the year. So Okay, I'm aware (laughs) that I have not yet fully given you, I don't know, I suppose my spiel on the Flexi Minds and what it's all about. I talked a little bit last week about how I've had a bit of a block about that because this program, even though it's a game changer, was kept secret for so long that I wasn't really sure how to come out there with it. And I will, (laughs) I will, and I will really soon. But I guess as of right now, it just feels a lot more natural to me to kind of fill you in on it in bits and pieces when I'm updating you on what's been happening in my world and what's been happening within it, I guess. So as I mentioned last week, it is a growth hub for online service providers with big vision who want to continue evolving their businesses and within the flexi mind you get everything you need to do that to support you in doing that but in a flexible way when i say everything i mean the community support the one to one support um the accountability the trainings there is a training vault There's just, there's loads included in it, but it's all in a flexible way as in accessing it when you need to. And there's a bit of flexibility on the membership too, which we will discuss soon. But anyway, we got together for our first, um, yeah, group check-in, our first monthly group check-in and oh my God, the progress that these women are making. They're, they are making so many moves forwards. Um, I talked about it a little bit on my Instagram stories last week from like back end financial stuff to handing more and more over to their associates, to their team members, to free up that business development time, cutting crappy clients that happened in January, course creation and recording modules. And honestly, there's just so much happening in it. It's such a fantastic group of women and I am excited to share more about it with you soon. And it will be soon um, because you might have the opportunity to join us in Q2. And then, of course, over at the SVAI. (laughs) So we are, for the first time, we are conducting a survey on the virtual assistants and online service providers of Ireland to to get greater insight into what's happening on the ground. Get a bigger picture, a full picture view of how people are running their businesses um, to answer key questions within the industry. Now, this is something that myself and Kat have been talking about for like two years. (laughs) 
<laughs> we all it was something we always wanted to do, but we really feel like now is the right time to do it because the industry in Ireland has grown so much over the last couple of years. Um, like back when me and Kat started our businesses, there were a handful of virtual assistants and online service providers in the country. And in reality, we all knew each other. Um, some you would have known quite well. And so you would know what's happening, like what people were charging, where what services, where they were marketing, all of that stuff. You knew that just from your conversations. But now that the industry has grown so much, we really feel like now is the time to get this survey out there, to get that information so that we can help answer key questions that people have, like what are people charging? Um, where are they finding clients? But also to assist in making business decisions as well. If you are based in Ireland, make sure to follow the SVAI, the Society of Virtual Assistants Ireland, to hear more about that. But yeah, I said I'd mention it because I actually did work on that a bit over the weekend. <laughs> um, getting the questions together, getting the actual survey form together. And we hope to have that out in the next week. So stay tuned. Okay, let's get down to business. <laughs> I mentioned at the end of last week's episode that the topic I had in mind for this week's one was kind of spicy. You already know that we are going to talk about copycats, dealing with people copying you in business, um, because you read the title of the episode. <laughs> but I want to explain why I call that spicy, because I don't really like to just, you know, throw words around. We have talked about negative experiences, negative parts of business, negative things on this podcast before. But usually when we're talking about them, we're talking about clients and client experiences, or we might be even talking about our own internal battles in business. But this time we're talking about things that can and do happen within our own industry and community. And that aspect makes it even harder to deal with when it actually happens, but also more uncomfortable to talk about too. But you know me, I like to keep things real. And I wanted to bring attention to this because unfortunately, it is something that does happen. I have conversations about this in Zoom rooms and in the DMs with my clients. It has happened to me. I have been copied in my own business in lots of different ways over the years. My clients have dealt with it and you may have experienced it too. So I think it's important to open up the conversation and bring attention to it. But first, I have to say that the online service industry is overall a very supportive and encouraging place. And I think the majority of people will agree with that. It is especially when you find your people, your tribe within this industry as well. And I think as a female dominated industry, because let's face it, it is, this is a female dominated industry. The majority of us are women who are setting out or who have set out to create something that is completely different to what was expected of them, to what was available to them, to what they were told they could have in order to live life your way. 
And we want to see one another succeed in that, don't we? We do. Overall, this is a very supportive and encouraging place. So I'm not taken away from that here at all. But, you know, we got to open up the conversation. Now, as an online service provider, as an online service business, you have to put an awful lot out there publicly in order to actually do business. And there's a kind of shitty part of that that people don't openly discuss. Well, there's probably two. (laughs) The first one is, I know, I know most people would rather not to have to do anything out there publicly in order to do business, but it's just part of the parcel, okay? (laughs) But yeah, you have to put a lot out there. You have to put yourself out there, your ideas out there, your opinions. Even think of your website, like your packages, the services you're offering, your pricing. Like there's so much that you have to put out there to do business. And the bit that people don't openly discuss is that unfortunately, some people aren't following you or watching you for the right reasons. Look, I'm the type of person who tends to see the good in people. It's just the way that I am, Um, sometimes to my own detriment. (laughs) I am the type of person who just assumes that other people have good intentions as well, you know. Um, That is something that I've had to harden a little bit over throughout my adult life up until now. But still, it is my default. It's just the type of person that I am. However, I am a lot more suspicious now than I may have been before. I've had people copy my content, my offers, lead magnets. There are so many stories I could tell you. Like, (laughs) there is an unbelievable amount of stories that I could tell you, even down to how I knew that they had copied me and were watching me and all of that stuff. And I've heard some wild stories over the years of people just copy and pasting someone else's web copy, um, using it for themselves. I've heard of people copying branding, business names, and one of the craziest is courses. Now, when I say courses, I'm not saying like they had a similar idea or concept for their course. I'm saying I have heard of people purchase, right, a course online, go into it, take all of the resources, all of the copy, all of it, just everything that was there, paste it into their own course and sell it. Like it is crazy the things that happen. Have you ever had an experience with somebody copying you? I'm really curious to know. It's frustrating. It's angering. It's it's disappointing. And it's something that is kind of hard to deal with because you're like, what am I supposed to do? The first couple of times it happened to me, um, it was with content. And I remember being so, oh, I was so pissed the first time it happened. <laughs> oh my God. It felt like piggybacking, piggybacking on the hard work that I had put in. So when I was a full-time virtual assistant, I put a lot a lot of effort into my social media marketing. I put a lot of effort into becoming known for what I do, who I am, also into promoting the VA industry 
which was, you know, not really known in Ireland at the time, I put a lot of effort in, okay? <laughs> and I was doing really, really well. I was really consistent. I was doing really well. Um, I would get lots of responses. Honestly, the hard work that I put in then is, I'm still reaping the rewards. For, well, I'm probably not reaping the rewards, but it's still um lasting. <laughs> what I mean by that is I get emails and messages from people all the time who are like, hey, Ellie, um, are you, I'm looking for a VA and I remember you or, hey, Ellie, are you still offering VA services? Um, And quite honestly, most of the time I'm like, I don't know who that person is, but they obviously know me. <laughs> So I must have made the, a connection with them a long time ago. Anyway, I say I don't reap the rewards because I don't take clients on anymore, but I do tend to point them to my, you know, community. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I put a lot of hard work in. And one thing that I was really consistent about doing every single week was taking advantage of the Testimonial Tuesday hashtag. Every week I would share a testimonial from a client or a snippet of a testimonial from a client and, you know, tell like a little story in the, not a story, what am I talking about? I would share, you know, what happens to get from A to B in the caption. But there was one thing about those posts that made it super unique to me. And that was that I had a particular like tagline or phrase of mine that I would use to open every single one of those posts to start the caption. So anyway, I went on to LinkedIn one day and there was another VA taking advantage of that testimonial Tuesday hashtag. And I'm like, yeah, cool. And there was my tagline, my little phrase, my little thing that I used in every post like this, opening her caption. Oh, I was annoyed. Now, I don't know if that sounds silly to you or not, <laughs> but I just, it, this was the first time that anything like that had ever happened to me. And what was worse, we knew each other. Me and this virtual assistant knew one another. It's not like she had never seen my content before. It's not like we were in absolutely no way knew one another or anything like that. We did. And she had definitely taken that from me. I was so pissed. Like, I can't even begin to explain how how much. Um, I had never had anything like that happen to me before. I was putting so much hard work into my business, into creating a name for myself. And suddenly it felt like somebody was just piggybacking off, the, off of that. Not bothering to put their own hard work in, just looking at me saying, oh, well, she's successful, so I'm going to do what she's doing. But yeah, hello, I put a lot of work into being that successful. The second time it happened, it was with content again, again, with a virtual assistant that I knew. We knew one another. We were kind of friendly in the DMs. There are so many stories I could share with you. So many. Um, even more serious than content. <laughs> but uh, the episode might get a little too spicy then. <laughs> so what is the difference between inspiration and downright copying somebody? I am going to be the first to say that the majority of us, especially when we're posting to social media, are not reinventing the wheel, okay? Sometimes we might be. Sometimes we might have a really original idea or um, opinion or something like that. But the majority of the time, we're saying things that have been said before, but in our own way. In your own way is the most important sentence there. It's really natural to take inspiration from 
other people, from other businesses, from what you see online, from what you see on TV, from what you see out in the world. Okay, it is that's that's natural and that's going to happen. But there's a big difference between being inspired by something you saw and thinking, oh, that has given me an idea to do this for me and put my spin on that. And there's a big difference between that than seeing something someone else has created or said and just copying it. That is not cool. So what can you like do (laughs) about people copying you? Like how can you protect your business from this? As I mentioned, I am, I, I see the good in people. Okay. And I guess my experiences over the years have made me a little bit more cynical. <laughs> they have me on the lookout. And there are a few things that I do and that some of my clients now do too after the experiences that they have had as well. It's one of those crap things where you're like, why do I have to take these measures to protect myself in this? Why can't people just stop doing that? <laughs> you know, it's one of those. It's one of those horrible situations. I wish and you wish and we all wish that people would just be original, not copy one another in business and that you wouldn't have to think about protecting yourself and your business. But unfortunately, it's one of those things you do have to. Back when I started out as a virtual assistant and actually it was probably, yeah, in my first year, it was around the time I'd been copied content wise the first couple of times. I was talking to one of my clients and she trademarked everything. Like everything. (laughs) She would trademark everything. And the workshops that she would hold, you know, like the free masterclasses or workshops people would usually hold to um, meet new people, um, give them the value that they're looking for, but then of course mention their program at the end. This client, she would not host those for free. She would host them for like I don't know, a minimal cost. It'd be less than 50 quid, but she charged for them. And the reason that she did both of those things, trademarked everything (laughs) and charged for like masterclasses or workshops that should usually be free is because she had so many experiences with people copying her. She's in the coaching, business coaching space. She's been in business a long time and at this point had been in business a long time. And so when she told me her experiences, like explained to me why she does these things, I was like, okay, unfortunately, this is something that happens. She told me about how she had people who were in a similar space to her who would come to her workshops or masterclasses if they were free and use the content, who would register for it so they'd get the replay and use the content who would see the different taglines that she had, different like certain things she would say at certain times or names that she had given to approaches that she thought in her coaching and use them. That's why she was trademarking them. So when I spoke at that time to an experienced person in business and realized that they were dealing with this the whole way along too and that they were putting measures in place to try and stop it, I realized that I had to do that too. And I'm curious if that's something you've ever thought about. The more experiences that I've had in the different areas has really caused me to be on the lookout. (laughs) Seriously caused me to be on the lookout. So for example, if there's a private account with no profile picture watching my stories very closely, and that happens a lot more often than you would think, I 
take that access away from them. They cannot look at my stories anymore. I don't know who that is. And you might be like, Ellie, that's a bot. (laughs) Maybe it is, but maybe it isn't. I don't know. I don't know. I've had lots of experiences before with people watching my stories really closely, but not for the right reasons. So that's something that I keep an eye out for. Unfortunately, I am now very careful about the online service providers that I choose to come and help me in my own business. Because unfortunately, I've had an experience before where there was somebody assisting me, helping me in my business, seeing things within my business before anyone else did. And those things were starting to end up in their content. So really, if I'm being honest, any of the online service providers I ask to come and help me are my clients. (laughs) They're people who have took part in programs with me because I know them well and I know I can trust them. I make sure to copyright literally everything, (laughs) to put that little copyright Rulu Virtual Limited on everything, my lead magnets, my downloadables, my even the slides that only my clients see. I'm very careful now about putting things out there whilst I'm working on them. So like new offers or lead magnets or whatever it might be. I'm very careful about revealing too much. It's a hard balance to strike. Um, Obviously, when you are creating something new, you kind of want to, you know, let people know about it. But I made the mistake before where I shared way too much about something for weeks while I was creating it and it got copied. That's probably why I kept, I've been keeping the flexi mind so close to my chest. (laughs) I've been burned a little bit in the past. Look, there's a big difference between taking inspiration and downright copying somebody. Downright copying somebody is not cool. It is not cool to look at someone's content and say, I'm going to post that. It is not cool to see the new offer someone is teasing or the lead magnet that they're teasing and saying, oh, I'm going to make that in my branding. It's not cool to watch someone's course or pay for it to look at it, to do recon and then copy that and their contents and what they put in there. It's not cool to download someone's lead magnet and copy that. It's not, none of it is cool. And do we wish it was something that people would just stop doing? Yeah, but that's not the reality of it. It's really important to be protecting your business every step of the way. Your business is your livelihood. Your business is what pays the bills and it deserves to be protected. And sometimes that might mean taking a slightly cynical approach. It might mean being on the lookout. And it might mean that realizing that not everyone is following you or watching you for the right reasons. Even recently, I've heard another thing, and actually this has been happening to me a bit over the last year, but I've heard it from my clients too, is that some people are watching stories and what people are saying on them. And then this is kind of copying, but not at the same time. And then going onto their own story to say the complete opposite. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? If you're part of my community anyway, we are building joyful businesses, not soulless ones. We want to see other women succeed in business. And that means not copying them, their content and their offers. But it also unfortunately means that we do need to protect ourselves and our businesses the best that we can. So those are the ways that I do it. I have to keep an eye on things. I have to keep an eye on what's happening out there. I've become more guarded when it comes to sharing things. 
that little copyright mark is on everything. And just know that if you ever were copied in a really serious way, there are actions that you can take. For example, if someone is constantly copying your content, you can report that to the social media platform. If someone has infringed on your copyright, you have every right to reach out to them and ask them to cease that. And you can take legal action. I'm not giving legal advice here, but that is an option. Even Etsy. This is a big one on Etsy for people who are selling templates. There is a policy there um, that if, you know, someone decides to buy your templates on Etsy and then just start selling them themselves, you can report that to Etsy. And from what I have seen um, in forums and such, when I did have my own Etsy shop, I looked into this quite a lot. <laughs> um, they are really good at taking action in, um, yeah, stopping the people from selling the designs they've copied from you. So there are options there. But really, I think it's just important to be aware of this. Yes, the online service industry overall is a really supportive and encouraging place. But unfortunately, sometimes we have to keep an eye out. But do not let the possibility that this may happen hold you back. That is something that we cannot allow to happen. Keep going for it. Keep working towards your goals. Keep working on the things you're working on. Keep doing you. One thing that I always tell my clients is that you're going to be more, most successful in your business when you are yourself. When you're showing up as your true self with your true thoughts, real opinions, um, speaking from your own voice, taking action on those ideas that are yours. You're always going to be most successful when you're being you. So I would worry a little bit, quite honestly, about people who rely on copying the success of others. They say that imitation is the greatest form of flattery. You've heard that. We've all heard that. But have you ever heard that full quote from Oscar Wilde? Because that's not it. It's imitation is the sincerest form of flattery that mediocrity can pay to greatness. And I will leave you with that. <laughs> Told you it'd be a little spicy. But anyway, Oscar Wilde said it, not me. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Look, I just wanted to shine a spotlight on this, I suppose. It is something that does happen. It is something that can happen, but it's not something that we talk about. And you got to do what you got to do to protect your business. As always, it would mean the freaking world to me if you would rate this podcast wherever you are listening and hit follow so you never miss an episode. Not only does it mean the world to me, seriously, it really, really does. It also helps other online service providers find us here in this community. I'll see you back next week. Until next time. <laughs>